Hello and welcome back. This is episode 44 of the Nonsense Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you're a returning listener, glad to have you back. This episode, we have Gabe Pietrafesa from Young Culture. He plays guitar in Young Culture. He's been there pretty much from the start. Um, so we go into, during this episode, we ha- uh, go into his his past with Young Culture and sort of their formation, uh, you know, when they were just fledglings in the uh, Albany pop punk scene. We talk about their Equal Vision record signing, which is a huge milestone for them. Great to see that they were able to, uh, you know, catch the attention of such a such a large entity in uh, the scene. We also talk about uh, Gabe just broke his thumb. I think he's actually getting his cast off relatively soon. So, Gabe, if you're listening, congratulations. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe be more careful next time you're skateboarding. <laughs> We also talk about the Wade Boggs challenge uh, and, you know, how we would either do that or not. (laughs) Uh, We also talk about Young Culture playing on Audio Tree and also their latest release, which is their self-titled album. So uh, before we go any further, just wanted to say, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating on uh, Apple Music if you're listening through that. And if you're listening on Spotify, feel free to drop us a follow. With that being said, we're going to get into the episode. I just wanted to leave one footnote before we get in. Uh, We did have some pretty strange audio issues uh, going through this episode where Gabe's audio would cut out and actually repeat the last word that he said uh, multiple times until it kicked him off the call. So we actually have some of that audio at the end if you want to hear him swear about 20 times till he uh, fades into space. Um, That was pretty hilarious, but... Um, I will caveat those spots during the episode, so just don't be alarmed when I, I step in and just say, hey, uh, here's one of the breaks. That's enough from me, so let's get right into this episode. We will see you in two weeks with our next episode. Talk to you soon. For what it's worth, I don't carry man. I let go, moved on, felt better days. I'm not bad, I'm not sad, I'm not glad, I'm just on to a new day. man i mean i guess we'll talk about it but uh once i dude i like got the uh adam asked us or whatever and and i was just like you know we say yes to everything because we love doing this type of stuff and then i listened to the podcast like on my on my just like to listen to it and i was like oh i appreciate that i know i know (laughs) i know adam (laughs) (laughs) nice nice that's great adam you can bring your game down a little bit bring it down yeah just a Half a notch or so. Nah, I know what the problem is. I um, got the output way too high. We're getting uh, Adam on the uh, getting him acclimated to the interface. So originally he was yeah. running through his headphones through his interface, which is like if you have the volume maxed for your microphone, it's gonna be deafening, super straight loud. deafening. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, just run it through your laptop. You won't be able to hear yourself, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I'm doing right now because I can't hear. It myself. made sense though yeah. when he said it. I'm like, well. Right, I don't need to hear myself. It's not like I have to like edit anything here. I'm just talking. <laughs> yeah, I can hear myself like, talking yeah. right now. <laughs> These this, aren't like noise canceling. <laughs> this is sick. I didn't know. Um, do you always do the videos? Like the it's just like a video chat. Uh, unfortunately, 
well, we could screen record this basically, but uh, one of the functions of it, it's it's not a function yet of the platform. Right. But I'm sure, I think it's still like kind of in beta, so I think they're going to yeah. come out with something. The so more, like we say, it saves the audio, but not the video. Yeah. yeah. The more I listen, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I never watch them. You know, I just listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, there's just one I love that you both, and it's, I, I never, I've never watched it. I've only exactly, listened dude. to it. Exactly. Yeah. Some people got like, a YouTube video of it all set up and stuff. And I'm like, between my job, the band, and like already doing this, I'm like, I do not yeah, have time. Dude, I bet, man. <laughs> I mean, it like, also wasn't like overly thought out, too. Like, literally started and was like, yeah, all yeah. right, let's do a podcast. Yeah, like, it wasn't like. That's sick, dude. I mean, I checked it out uh, and I saw the people you had on. I was like, damn, they got some pretty fucking. The dude from I Call Fives? <laughs> that's yeah, sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jeff so was great. Cool. Like, that's was, so sick. I was so pumped to see um, just how excited everybody was to, like, see that I Call Fives was making music again. It, it wasn't like everybody, you know, forgot about them. Because I think their, what, their last thing that they put out was, was it 2012 or 2015 or something like that? Dude, I don't even, I just remember them as being, like, one of the first bands I ever, like, when I like, yeah. you know, like, like discovering pop punk and then discovering like labels and then like going to Pure Noise Records, like YouTube page and then finding I Call Fives. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're huge. Cause like, especially growing up in Poughkeepsie with, with the punches and everything like them with the punches were always doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, state champs used to open for like I Call Fives and with the punches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been Fun. to plenty of those shows. <laughs> yeah, dude. I miss with the punches. Oh my God. That's that's they it. need they need to come back. Well, we we talked to them, and uh, yeah, I saw I that. Can't say too much, but oh, they were, cool, they're they always were busy. alluding to something. Um, we did their last show, I think. No, because really? they, but we also yeah. played our old old band. We did their like like when they first like went called it quits almost, but then they did um a festival in New Jersey, I think that we played. They did. What did they do? They did so they did the last one in 2013, which I think Alex was telling me. Yeah, you two played. Yeah, at the chance. Yeah, yeah. And then they played in 2017 again. They came back with City Lights, and actually we played that one. Oh, dude! And, and then they did. That's dope. City Lights that was, too. <laughs> that was a fantastic yeah. show. It was. It was. Uh, with the punches, City Lights, and such gold were like the main. Oh, dude! <laughs> it was great. It was a great fucking show. That was at the chance, and then we did, we did the Oneana one, which I think you guys played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, yeah, and then there was another like festival. I'm like blanking on what it was called. I know they did it two years. I just remembered the name, and it's actually funny you forgot it because it's called Forget Me Not Fest. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I was like, yo, wait. <laughs> so they did Forget Me Not Fest, which was sick, and. uh I think it was the first year we played it. Because um, I can't remember who else. I know the next year, like, Real Friends played it, which was crazy. That's the um, one I'm remembering. That's what made yeah. me remember. Dude, and I think Such Gold played one of them. Or no, what was the band? Not Such Gold. Uh, Stick Up Kid. Oh, well. Yeah. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. I used to yeah. love Stick Up Kid. Yeah. It's like all Shit. these older bands and stuff, dude. Who, like, paved the way. For our bands. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Your band's fucking killing it right now. I know. Was, yeah, dude. So thank you for coming on, man. I, oh, my gosh. I yeah, this. dude. Absolutely. Um, 
I was super pumped. So usually, I mean, we're we're a young podcast. We have we've nearly been around for a year now. So um, when we do reach out to you know uh, you know bigger bands like yourself, where you guys uh, work with you know a lot of uh, you know PR companies and whatnot. Uh, usually a dead end is like the publicist <laughs> for me. That is like the nail in the coffin. They're like, yeah, we'll we'll send it over to the publicist. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, here we go. Because <laughs> um, I've gotten, you know, all the responses from, oh, well, it's the pandemic. The band's not doing a lot. I'm like, they're still in the band. Like, uh. <laughs> they can still talk about anything. So um, I was super pumped. You know, shout out to, um, to Big Picture Media. Thank you so much for getting this, uh, you know, arranged. I really appreciate that. So yeah, dude. Um, I'm I'm more than elated to have you guys on right now, or have have you on, Gabe? Uh, because I know one right now. I mean, you guys are you know you guys are hot. You're at the top of your game right now. <laughs> You're uh, pretty much local boys, uh, you know, for us. And um, you also have a connection with Adam, and you guys have a history. So yeah. I'm excited to hop into that and hop into uh, you know what everything that's going on with you guys. There's so much to talk about. So I want to make sure cool, I get dude. to everything. But let's start with um, just you know with you guys. Uh, I was thinking this week that um, you guys have a, a career that's like, it's like an iceberg, and I mean that in a good way. Where it's like, <laughs> I was like, you better you, you better see, choose your words wisely from that term. <laughs> this is this is so, you ever seen those like motivational posters? Oh like yeah, hard work is, yeah. is like an iceberg. That's like what it looks like because you guys have had an absolute like rocket ship of a career where oh, you know if you were to look just look at Spotify, it's like. 2017, you know, 2018, they released their singles, they released their debut EP, and then Equal Vision, yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, it seems like, holy shit, like these guys were, you know, wow, like, why why was it, why them? Why did they get so lucky? It's like, well, you guys put in so much fucking work before that. Oh, thanks, dude. Like, yeah. I want to hear, I, I, I hear can all attest about to that. that, too. I mean, from the first show we played you guys in a firehouse in Troy to where you guys are now. I mean, you guys, every show, just put it out, worked hard, Dude. connected, and you guys are just, you did you did, you did, did the do. Yeah. You did the do, man. Well, thank you. <laughs> First of all, thank you, Aaron and Adam, for, like, having me on the podcast. Um, super stoked, and thank you for the really kind words because I have never viewed us as a big band, per se, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I and then I still I I could totally see what you mean with like the PR companies and press or whatever. So shout out Big Picture and Becky for like setting this yeah, shit up. But Becky's awesome, dude. Yeah. She rocks, man. She's, like so sick. Um, but to your point, yeah, I guess like an iceberg could be could be the thing. Like, <laughs> uh, we've been playing music. Uh, well, me and Alex have been playing music together since we were since we met each other basically when we were in sixth grade so he like taught me guitar and like taught me everything like that and it was like wow it was like do you want to play a, on this like do you want to play in the, with me on this talent show for our middle school and i was like <laughs> dude i don't know how to play anything he's like i'll teach you. he was it was bass he was like do you want to play bass for the talent nice. show and i was like dude i don't know how to play bass and he was like i'll teach you man it's easy and then after that i like joined <laughs> his band and then uh you know i was i was I saw a video, I started getting into, like, alternative music, and I saw a video of a band called the Pentimento, you guys probably heard of them. 
That's where our band name comes from, is Penamena. That's sick, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so this is break number one where we lost Gabe, and so uh, let's hop right back in. Um, so I get, all right, yeah, so I guess I'll get back into the, yeah. when I met Alex, so I'll speed up the thing, because I don't want to take up too much time with that, but, um, by the time we were in high school, we had been playing, like, local shows, oh, I was, I saw Pentimento play, um, uh, Pentimento play, I saw him play, I saw a video of them on YouTube, and I was like, oh my god, that's the first time I saw people, like, finger pointing and, like, stage diving, and I was like, I want to do that. So They're such I, a good band. Dude, so sick, man. So sick. Yeah. So, like, the Bridge is still one of my favorite songs. Oh, dude, that split they did with Young English. Yeah. That split is fucking phenomenal, dude. The, I yeah. don't know if you guys have seen their their audio tree session. I'm going to I'm going to after this. Dude, it's probably my favorite audio tree session is theirs. They they just look so good playing too. Like they sound good, look good. Fucking, their drummer hits so hard. Yeah. When, um, when we had uh, Dustin with the punches on, he was telling us that Mike from Penamento, he's like, I gotta give him a shout out because I guess he's a personal trainer now. What? And he, he helped Dustin get in a lot of, uh, get into shape. That's dope, dude. Yeah, because he lost a ton of weight. Not that I know him, but like just like being a fan <laughs> and seeing all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he, he was telling like, us that was all that was all f- Mike from Penamento. That's dope. That's so sick. Um, yeah. So I saw them. And I was like, fuck, I want to do that. Um, you know, then, like, just reaching out via email to local venues being like, hey, you know, I was, like, 13 or 14 having, like, my mom, like, proofread my emails for me. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I still do to, that. And I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> just trying to, like, get any sort of show or anything like that. Um, and then we started playing shows locally, you know, and then uh, Young Culture really started – when we were probably like seniors in high school, I mean, it's really the big. It started when we were young, like younger than that, because that's when we went to record EP. But uh, that EP took so long to work on and took took so long to get back. So like by the time we put it out, we were seniors in high school, and that's like when Young Culture started, pretty much. And since then, you know, like local shows, um, local tours, kind of like uh, regional stuff, and then. Um, made our way across the country for the first time and then yeah EVR um more 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 across the country kind of all like you know it definitely it's like a it's like you said like a slope kind of thing like a iceberg yeah. and so when did you i'm going to use like uh like baseball terms here like when did you get the call for like equal vision like when mm. when when they call you up to the major leagues <laughs> dude i mean the the equal vision thing was kind of crazy uh and obviously like a dream come still i like think about it and i'm like holy shit that's that's amazing like yeah to hear you guys got that i was like that's a band that fucking deserves that thank you 110 thank you um yeah so equal vision happened because uh just by building relationships well so um there's this lovely um, one of the most amazing people we get to work with her name is steph uh, she is from the same area as us and what she was, she was in the scene by booking shows. So like, like I was saying, you know, sending those emails out, booking local shows. I met Steph when, when I, uh, there was this, um, there was a tour coming around Albany called, the uh, the Vans, 
basement acoustic warp tour thing. It was like something. That's cool. It was a sick lineup, dude. They had like transit, hit the lights. Uh, this dude Brian Marquis, at the time front front porch step before all this shit came out about him. Uh, this is an OG festival you're talking, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was like 2012, 2013. Uh, wow. So. Yeah. Um, I got anyways, I met Steph when I emailed cuz she went to the college that it was hosting the show. So I met Steph through that. Um she booked the show. And then ever since then, dude, like just like she would book shows at St. Rose that college and we would play them and we just became like close. She got an internship with Equal Vision. You know, worked her ass off. They gave her a job. Uh and then she worked there for like two years or whatever. I think I don't want to screw up her side of the story, but uh she just worked super hard, got the job, and then eventually they let her sign a band. And uh just because she saw us working simultaneously, like after at that point we had already put out two EPs and started touring a little bit. Um and so it was our first ever tour to California and back. We played Albany. And then um, the next day, Steph texted me and was like, hey, you guys were awesome last night. Uh, me and, like, like Dan, the head A&R at Equal Vision, want to get breakfast with you. And we were like, okay. <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit. So, like, you know, obviously then, like, text the boys, like, yeah, Yo, that's the... not just a phone call. Yeah. That's that's fucking breakfast. Yeah, dude. So then they took us out to breakfast the next day. I was like, yeah, anytime works. Whatever. Was it was it somewhere <laughs> nice? Like, it, well, did you dude, enjoy awesome. the breakfast? It's called Iron Gate Cafe uh, in Albany. It's fucking delicious. Um, nice. And then so they took us out. You know, super scared, super like, cause like, <laughs> Steph was obviously like the friendly face, so it felt good because we knew her. But then we had met like Dan for the first time, who was super nice to us, but like. Just like, holy shit, dude, like, this dude works at Equal Vision, like, signed some of my favorite bands, like, he knows what wow. the hell is up. Uh, didn't even know he went to the show last night. Apparently he went too and, like, dug oh. it. And, uh, yeah, so we had breakfast. He met, uh, she knew all of us, but he met all of us. And then, uh, like, the next day we got an email with, like, an offer. And That's awesome, yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. She actually, she booked... What turned out to be uh, the last one for the Brave show, we played it in Albany with uh, oh, yeah. Gold Root and Letdown. Oh, dude. Was and, that at uh, Polly's Hotel? Yeah. She was one of the most pleasant, like, experiences I ever had booking. Dude, sh she was so, like, easy to work with and, like, very very good at communicating. Yeah. Like, one of the best booking experiences. Dude, she is so sick, man. And she books six shows. Like, that's such a cool show to have in Albany. I remember the first time we met... Um, so you know the band Rarity, you had Corbin on. Um, yeah, 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 we did. Adam told us how much he loves you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that Rarity rocks, man. Uh, so Adam from Rarity, <laughs> They're awesome. That's like the same thing, yeah. dude. The thing about like our young culture and our team is like, at that same time, Steph booked that show. We opened for Rarity. I was like sixteen, and I met Adam. Like we met Rarity for the first time, and now Adam's our manager. Like now he manages us. Oh wow! And, and it's literally yeah. just because like. We've maintained that relationship the entire time we met Rarity. A funny story is, like, you know how on tour, like, um, bands stay at people's houses or whatever? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. we were like, holy shit, this band Rarity, they just signed a Rise Records. Like, they're coming here. We're playing with them. We want to make a good impression or whatever. So we we hit it off at the show. 
And then I was like, yeah, you guys can totally come crash at my house. Like, <laughs> didn't ask my mom, didn't even clear oh, no. it, dude. <laughs> Fucking, we stayed at the venue till like midnight, and then we got to my crib at like 1 a.m., and like maybe 30, 45 minutes in, my mom like called me up to her room and was like, what the hell is going on? And I told her, and she was like, they need to go. Um, so she kicked them out, and then... Oh. Thankfully, Alex's Alex's family basically lives across the street, and they were like, "Yeah, they can come stay here." And then that dude, you'll hear any band that that comes through Albany and stays with the Magnin family gets treated like like a five star hotel, dude. It's all yeah. it, they are the like the nicest people ever. You know what I mean? Like so so sick. Um, yeah, so we met Rarity like way back then, and now Adam's our manager. Like same thing That's with Steph, so you know, like just like keeping those relationships and like that's how we know like they're gonna work real hard for us because we're gonna work real hard for them and they were they've been a part of the entire thing the entire process you know right yeah it goes back to what i was saying too like earlier like every show like we i've played a lot of show with you guys shows with you guys you know when you were coming up the pre the pre-equal vision days and Mm -hmm. you guys were always just constantly out networking and you, you, as like you're saying, you kept up with the people you were meeting. Well, dude, thank you, man. And like those shows, obviously, are just so much fun. It's like because like now we know each other, right? Like our our right. our paths crossed again with this podcast. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's so sick, man. Like, yeah, we played like I think what, what did we do with you guys? I want to say we did like Connecticut with you guys, right? One time we did a lot with you guys. We did we played the first show we did. I remember this because I think I want to say it was like your one of your f- earlier shows, right before you put out, uh, oh man, Blue EP with Bedroom Floor. Oh, you? Yeah, you. I was, gonna, I was, I was, I wasn't gonna say you. I don't know why I wasn't gonna say well, you. You said the, the <laughs> firehouse uh, in Troy. Yeah, that was one of our first ever shows when we played a firehouse. Yeah, it was. It was you guys, us, Firestarter. Was the headliner? Yeah, I remember that one. Totally. Remember. And then at that show, I want to say it was either you or Alex asked us to play your EP release show at Fusebox. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, <laughs> and we did. That was a fire. That was pl- a good show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude! Holy crap! Fusebox, man. R.I.P. But yeah, then we played. That was. Um, I know we played. Then we played. We played. We played, a, we played like a like a kid center together once, which sounds weird. We played the kid <laughs> center. We also played. We played the Crunch House. That's the Connecticut show I was thinking of. They're, they're both Connecticut. Yeah, but, we played. We played at two Connecticut shows with you guys, and then we played in Peekskill at the skate park. With yes, you guys. dude. Second Nature. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Oh, wow. Wow. Legendary spot. Yeah. And I skate too, so like that was so sick to go. That was the only time I've been there. Uh, yeah, that that was, they. Used, I don't know if they do anything really anymore, but that was a really cool spot to do shows. I'd be sick if they do, man. Like, I love skate parks doing shows. That's so cool. That's yeah. like blending two really similar cultures, you know. Yeah, like that's like pop, like punk music and skate parks always went totally, dude. Hand-to-hand. Yeah, and just like the, is that skate how you punk. broke your arm? It is how I broke my arm. I broke my arm. Oh man, it sucks, man. <laughs> well, what were you trying to do? I was fucking. Uh, I was trying. I was skating by myself after work. It was either, it was either go to the gym, or skate. And it was during the winter, so you know I'm trying to get it in while I can. Uh, and it was a little bit, 
yeah. a little bit dry out. So I was like driving past the skate park on my way to the gym. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go skate instead. Shouldn't have done that. But I, I was trying to like 360 flip like this like pyramid gap thing. And I landed it. But I'm like fucking selfishly like filming myself. At the, super like I was just like being super lame and like. And, like, it was out of focus, so I was like, oh, I'm going to do it again. And then, like, completely just, like... Famous last Yeah, dude, seriously, out. dude. I, like, step, put my front foot on the board when I, like, caught it, and it, like, it, like, totally slipped slip my foot out, and then I landed on my hand, and I think that oh, that's what happened. And I, like, got up, and I was like, I think I broke my thumb. I, like, don't... Because I'm, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to that stuff. I was like, I don't want to be overreacting, but I think that's what's happening right now. <laughs> so I just, like, drove to the hospital, and they were like, yeah, it's definitely broken. I was like, okay, this Fuck. sucks. Uh, <laughs> but, have you been able to – I mean, I guess it's good that you're not on tour. Have oh. you been able to play it all? Dude, so what that? I did like, – uh, no, I can't play guitar, which sucks. It's my left hand, shit. so it's, like, my chord hand or whatever. But um, yeah. I, I make a lot of, like, beats and stuff like that, so I've been messing oh, around no with – I put my guitar in – um. The F A C G E D, I think, like the transit tuning, where you don't even really have to play anything for it to sound good. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you can just. When we did the Skipping Stone cover, it, it's just such a beautiful. Right, tuning. dude. Like you just strum, don't touch it, and it sounds yeah. like amazing. <laughs> so I did that, and like, I could like like, kind of muscle up enough to like, like maybe change the root note of what I was playing to mm -hmm. make some sort of melody, but. uh no, I haven't been able to play, like, any Young Culture songs or, like, learn any new songs in a, since January 15th, so, which kind of sucks, uh, but... When's it come off? March 10th. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you I had mean, a bad break there. Yeah. That's close. Well, I had to get surgery on it, unfortunately. Shit. But, you know, I'm on the mend, you know? I'm on the up and up, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things are looking I broke up. my hand <laughs> once. I broke my hand once because I got really drunk at Upstate Concert Hall mm. at a Less Than Jake show. I went down and I like snapped my hand. Oh, dude! And I did nothing about it for two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, I worked in the bank at the time, and this uh, dude was an EMT. He comes in, he's like looking at my hand as I'm counting back his money. He's like, "I don't know what the fuck you did, but oh my god, you need dude. to uh, you need to get your ass it to a hospital." It was probably like crazy swollen, bruised. If I made if I made like a fist like this my my pinky was like over like oh that. Oh my gosh, dude! How is it now? Yeah. You're good. No, yeah, because I got it in time. Like the doctor's like, if you came like another week, I would have had to re-break oh, your hand. Oh, dude! <laughs> Fuck that, man. Yeah, I don't know. I was, it definitely was a wake up call because I was like, you're right. Like, what if this did happen on tour? Yeah. And you know, then I'd be sh really shit out of luck. And I feel like you know, I like felt bad because I like let my boys down a little bit because I was like. You know, I don't know. It's different when you're a kid and you break something. You miss school. It's fun. People give you yeah, attention, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, this is dope. Everybody signed your cast. Yeah. My cast. I don't know yeah. if you guys can see. Nobody has signed yeah. this cast. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm like, fucking twenties. I'm not signing your yeah, cast. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like out of work for two weeks, and like can't play oh. guitar. I'm like, there's shit I want to do that I can't do anymore because I, you know, was on my skateboard. But, I mean, I love skateboarding. I'm always going to skateboard. But it was just like, it yeah. was a little bit of a wake-up call for sure. That's me with skiing. I've demolished most of my body skiing, and I'm just like, eh, I still yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? Like, you can't be totally afraid. I mean, now I'm, yeah, now I'm a little like worried. Like, shit but happens. Yeah, exactly. I was skating on tour, dude. Like, remember one time on tour, like, we were, like, 
we played Texas, and then we went to a Waffle House afterwards, and we were with uh, we were staying with our homie Jesse, and he was like, I mean, we were all hammered in this Waffle House, and he was like, Yo, there's an eight stair out there. I'll give you like fifty bucks if you ollie it. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, f- like fuck yeah, dude. And it was next to a bank, and uh, so I, I would like try to ollie it, and I like stomped on the board. I didn't land it. I stomped on it, and I was like, "Oh shit, I can do it." So like the fifty dollar thing, like uh, I don't even care about that anymore. You know, it's like I got a yeah. little taste of it. I was like, "I can do this it." Is pride. Yeah. So <laughs> I kept trying it. Gabe's like, "I'll do it for two. Yeah, dude. Whatever. I'll pay you fifty dollars. <laughs> um. So I kept trying it, and then I ollied, ollied it, started riding away, and I like hit the door of the bank, and the alarm went off, and all of us, dude, <laughs> all of us just like ditched right away. Like everyone knew what was going down. It's like, okay, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Jesse, does that count? He was like, No, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, it doesn't count. I was like, All right, whatever. But I would have gave you fifty bucks for making me laugh by hitting the yeah, door. Yeah, dude. Bank. It, but like, how? Like, how, I'm like dude, I don't, I don't a care. Video of it somewhere. Um, I think one of our friends, Bree, has it. But, it, but yeah, like, what I was saying, like, cameras. how stupid was that, dude? Like, first of all, I'm drunk. Second of all, I'm in Texas. Like, we're on tour. Like, yeah. like, also, like, not even like a crazy. I don't I can't remember what tour it was. No, it was the Belmont tour that we did. So nice. That was the one with uh, Crooked Teeth. Yeah, Crooked Teeth did uh, the West Coast dates, and then we're having him on. Actually, uh, we just uh, booked through um, his uh, PR Sick, representative. Dude. I think. Yeah, it was awesome. Nina, she uh, she was just like, "Hey, oh, Nina, sweet some bands." Yeah. yeah, dude, Nina's great, and she uh, she works with us. Like we've known Nina since our first Chicago show was at her house. No way. Yeah, dude. We, like, stored wow. all her gear in her bedroom. It was so fun. Like, she, like, runs shit, bro. She's another girl, like, she works with, she, um, who is just, like, our whole team is, like, powerful, boss-ass chicks, dude. Like, fucking so it's crazy. Sick. Yeah, She was, like, I could get you interviews with all these people, mm. and I was, like, yeah, hold up. Wait, let me, let me get two at least right now. Dude, she, <laughs> she, up. like, she's, um. As far uh, our uh, Jason, our booking agent's assistant. So like all of our, all of our day to day stuff when we need to communicate on tour, like we go through Nina. Oh no way! Yeah, and she just fucking yeah. works her ass off. Like one of our really best friends. Um, yeah, she's dope. Yeah, she had a lot of mutual friends. I mean, like I I think through a lot of the Facebook groups, a lot of people have the same mutual friends. Like I had. I had a whole bunch of friends that, like, you had, too, but it was all from, like, the group, for sure. Dude, it, like, goes uh, to show how small the scene is, almost, you know? It's, like, if you're involved in it, you're going to get to know. Oh, for sure. You're going to get sure. to know, like, all the heavy hitters, dude. Like, Nina's, Nina is one of them, for sure. Yeah, and I always I always thought of those Facebook groups, and we brought it up a few times as, like, kind of, like, a microcosm of, like, the whole, you know, quote-unquote scene. But it's, like, that's what it is. It's, like, everybody fucking knows everybody now because we've had – so much time with no touring and no playing shows. Dude, I mean, yeah. I I haven't toured a lot, but like, you know, other bands have just had the chance to like connect with everybody, and, I think, and it's amazing. I think if you're not doing that, dude, like you're missing out on like For a sure. big part of it because um, all the bands that are staying silent now, I don't know. Some of them can, you know, like if you're the story so far, like you don't even need to do a live stream. People are gonna they still put care up, about like, one you. post this year. Yeah, yeah, right. It almost makes it even cooler when, like, when you post. Like, you're like, what are they up yeah, to? Yeah, dude, totally. So it works for some bands, but other bands, I'm like, 
Still try and make those connections, dude. Like, be like, still try and make friends. I mean, the best you can, dude. It's a hard time for everyone, so it's like, it is. Oh, yeah. It's like, we we were talking. Uh, I don't remember who it was. We were talking like a on a podcast a little back with somebody, and that's they were saying like, you know, it's cool doing stuff like through this podcast. We got to keep meeting people. So that one shows do you come back? Oh, dude, that's what I was going to say. Like, and... I mean, did you guys even think you were going to start this podcast if the the corn or uh, pandemic didn't happen? You know, like I oh for sure not. I'm going to say no, Aaron. Maybe because it was Aaron's idea. <laughs> for sure not. I had like I was bored. I got off of work and I had like two twisted teas, and I'm like, yo, let's go <laughs> talk about some some dude, boring white guy. That's shit. so sick though. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then he te- he texted the group chat and me. Bored, drinking some beers at home, was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Within like ten minutes, we were doing Dude, a podcast. That was uh, that was the uh, the um, the Tiger King era of the oh. of quarantine. Dude, that was like yeah. I, I love saying like eras was, of of quarantine. Was, yeah. Remember the like Animal Crossing era? <laughs> yeah, it kind of overlapped the with the Tiger King era. Yeah, it's just like so far. Dude, that's almost a year. That has to be like a year ago. I know. It was in April. Here's what's crazy. It is a year yeah, ago, dude, right? Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's also like you know. Now I'm like, here I was like gearing up for like our biggest like year as young culture ever, and then now, um, now I do like a weekly Twitch stream. I didn't even know what Twitch was before the quarantine, you know, or before the COVID. Like, you know, so it's just like, but we were like, how can we connect with our fans still, you know? Like, cause like a big part of what makes us stoked on being in the band is being able to like make people happy and like get other people stoked. So it's like, we were like, how can we do that without being on tour? You know? And maybe a Twitch stream is the way to do it, but like, well, at least we're going to try, right? We're going to try. I don't know. We're learning a lot. Well, you guys have put out, I've seen like, uh, you guys Alex has been putting out like those acoustic videos yeah, and stuff. Alex yeah, Alex is doing a lot of covers, which he's fucking crushing, dude. Um, trying to think of other stuff. We we did like a live session, uh, dude. The um the signed shoe giveaway was one of the coolest things I've oh, ever seen. Oh, thank you, man. That was well. Sick. That was like a funny. It was literally we were doing the video, and Troy didn't have a pair of white Converse, so it was like <laughs> in the budget or whatever. Like, who doesn't wait? Who plays pop punk and doesn't have a pair of white Converse? <laughs> I think his. I think Yo. his were black. I have two. <laughs> I rotate between getting like white right. and then black and then white and black. White's so fucking hard. I mean, especially as a touring I have white musician. New balances. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I couldn't even like. I don't. Yeah, if I'm not sure if I would wear white shoes if I were touring. It yeah. just like wouldn't work, dude. I have like a a beat up pair designed for basically like practice when we go practice in the garage and stuff and shows like but those converse are really reaching the end of their Dude, life so you like, can stretch white them shoes out. are well yeah i feel like converse like converse and vans look good beat up you know what i mean almost like a fresh pair of white converse yeah. is a little too yeah. it's like something's i don't know what's something's up about sus. that yeah um, yeah what do, what you, do really you love do? your shoes yeah right what do you yeah. do why are you cleaning your converse do you sell drugs what do you <laughs> <laughs> no that's the fresh pair of Maybe. air force ones yeah. dude the fresh white air force ones I got a pair of those. I think my dr- they're not my dream is is to reach a level of income where I have a pair of com- I mean Converse aren't that expensive, but well, like yeah. to have com- a, a pair a day so that I, I could rotate through white Converse and they'd never be Justin dirty. Bieber shit, dude. I feel like they like yeah. people like that just have like a fresh white T-shirt, brand new every time. 
Well, he does that with cars. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's never buys gas because because yeah. he just like yeah. always has one. Or I'm always on like three quarters. I'm always on full. Yeah. We talking about? I don't run out of. I charge my car, dude. <laughs> I got a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those those shoes, like Troy didn't have them, so we got him a pair. Because um, it was like you know it's like a corny dance video, so we wanted to all wear the same outfit. Um, that was cool. What was the uh, what music video was that for? Uh, I'll be there, which is like yes. the poppy track on the album. So we were like, all right, we gotta do a dance video for it. It's a boy band song. Let's do the boy band video. Um, and then Miguel, um, the dude who was doing the video for us, was like, yo, you should, you know, like doing, you should like do a giveaway with those shoes and 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 like put like like donate the money. And we were like, whoa, that's sick. That was in January yeah. when we got them. And then it just so happened, dude, like, you know, we didn't know COVID was going to happen and, like, all, like everything that went down. So we were, like, it was almost like a no-brainer when we were going to do the give the shoes away and do the do the raffle thing. Uh, like, yeah, like, now we'll definitely donate the money. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, hell yeah, yeah, dude. So not that it, like, worked out great, but, uh, you know, that was a plan from the, from the get-go. Like, when we were filming the video, we were, like, wanted to do that with the shoes yeah and that was super sick i think the whole concept of that album is awesome the imagery how you put it together and everything i bring it up every time i'm a big like proponent of like having an image i i love that i love when Thanks, bands dude. do that it, thank you it just adds that another level of like professionalism legitimacy and I think just from like a, a cognitive perspective for like fans, it's just like this is the band, like this is their their style and everything. And so you guys carried that over super fucking well into the full. Thank length. you, man. And I'm sure you guys are so pumped on that just to be like, holy shit, like release that after all your your years of hard work and to have an LP in the middle of a pandemic dropping in October and it's still hit oh, and it's still successful. Thank you, man. I mean, like. Thank you so much, dude. You you guys are so nice. Um, the like you didn't even have to tour on it, and it was a success. Oh, like <laughs> I mean, it was a conversation, you know. Like, do we put it out? Do we sit on it? Um, but it was kind of at the time because we recorded it, dude, in like twenty. I don't even know. I think twenty nineteen. Um, wow. The end of end of August, beginning of September, we were in the studio in Toronto recording the record and we had a whole plan for the album release. Like we had a whole plan. We were going to, we were supposed to be on a full us tour. Um, so then, you know, the conversation came like, okay, should we save it? You know, cause like we want to do it justice. But, uh, I think we quickly came to the decision of like, no, we just got to put it out. Just got to share the music. Like nothing's going to happen if we don't put out new music, you know? Uh, yeah. and like it was at the time where like, I think people really needed, new music dude like i think bands should be recording and writing and releasing as much music as possible because what else are you going to do you know uh like a big reason we do this is like to make people happy uh so like maybe you can't play a live show but like but but you could do what you can do you know what i mean and if you can record music in a safe way and have it get it mixed, mastered, ready to go now, then it's like, go, you should totally do it, you know? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And um, actually, to your point about like live shows and stuff, did in making people happy too? Because you, I could tell you guys really enjoyed it. Did you do the audio tree? Uh, was that this year? It, or sorry, twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audio tree was on the Have Mercy tour, so it was the last tour. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. It was our first tour of twenty twenty, where um, wow, um, that was the yeah, dude. It's just like so crazy to think about because it was such a different <laughs> time in my life, what dude. Like time. I almost like dude, oh, dude. I was. It was such a sick time. Being in yeah, being in young culture at that time was so fucking. I mean, it's always sick, but like, yeah, <laughs> we were on like the Have Mercy tour, like farewell tour, which is like holy shit. It's another like pinch me moment. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. We get a call on the tour, like, do you guys want to do Audio Tree on your way to Chicago? And we were like, yeah, like yeah, oh my god, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. So that was. I was so nervous doing that. That was that was so nervous. You guys looked like you were having so much fun. I think it was just good vibes. You guys were letting off good. It, vibes it was totally whole, good vibes, especially on like ho- holiday in Vegas. Was like you guys were all just oh thanks, you man. Know, it was like you guys were like practicing, having fun. It felt good, man. That tour felt such like such a good live set. That sorry, it was such a good live set. That tour because we had our homie Simon play drums and our homie Aaron play bass and like it felt really really good live like um i felt like we really s- sounded like the record and really sounded like a professional band live we were also playing like bigger venues with like crazier sound systems too so all right welcome to break number two i uh, hope you guys are enjoying the ride and uh we'll hop right back into the episode this is the part of the podcast where we start you know, sending each other nudes of ourselves. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't hear me, but like, while I was trying to fix the interface situation, I kept sitting on my balls, dude. I was like, fucking, it's like, ow! <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. I don't know why it's doing that. What was that? Uh, uh, do, did you ever watch the Cleveland show? Uh, not like, re- not like religiously. It was like always on. Yeah, I always it, had basic cable, so it was, it was always just like on. on TBS. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like Family Guy, dude. Like mm-hmm. always on. And like I was watching one episode, and I was like, "All right, this is pretty funny." But then uh, at one point, he's sit- he's just like he's talking or whatever, and he's like, "All right, I'm done yelling at everybody." And then he sits down. And he goes, "Ah, sat on my nuts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was a that the bear in that show. Wasn't there like a oh, bear? Oh, a German bear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so mad funny. So ridiculous. Um all right, cool. So I think uh now I, I yeah, we can get into um I had some like interesting questions, I guess you could say, or getting to know you questions that I wanted to throw Dude, your way yeah. just as like Let's a do it. uh small conversational piece if you could. So to start off does Young Culture have any groupies? No. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. What a random question. <laughs> no, dude. If any, like, we have, like, real good homies. Yeah. Uh, but, like, no. For All I'm thinking in my uh, head is, like, 1980s Guns N' Roses type shit right no, now. Yeah. No, no. You should see the. Dude, I mean, first of all, like, Troy, Troy's married. Alex has been dating his girlfriend for like eight years, I want to say, um, and you know, I'm when I started when I started touring, like I had a, a girlfriend too, so it was like a lot of like 
Yeah. Like, we're, like, dude, it was, like, literally, like, people think touring is this crazy thing. Especially at our level, it's, like, no, we're in a van with, like, <laughs> seven dudes trying to, like, like, hey, how many beers can you drink in this two-hour ride? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not I, groovy. I guess I, I, uh, I phrased that probably incorrectly. Maybe. I have a better, wait, I have a, I have a question off of something. All right, though. go ahead. How many beers did you drink in that van? Oh, dude, we crush, like, <laughs> sometimes, I don't know, I want to say, we crush a lot of beers. I mean, Troy is a big drinker, Alex will drink, Alex can drink super heavy when he wants to, but he's actually very uh, considerate about the fact that he, we have to play a show every night, and he sings, so yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, the night before We've audio, all been there. like, the night before <laughs> audio tree, it was like, definitely no partying, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and mm-hmm. you as a vocalist, no. Um, so he's like, when it comes to the live show, he's very, uh, strict and disciplined where Troy and I can be like, we could still play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> like I could, Troy definitely. I could dude. do Troy's with a pounding headache. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, pre-show it's two beers after the show. I'll kill anything you put in front of me. There is a perfect <laughs> amount. Of, there's a perfect amount of drunk for a show, but uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes you're not enough. Sometimes you're too much. I mean, you don't have to be, but yeah, it's always fun to drink. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So we crush the beers for sure. Um, sometimes long van rides, you don't have much to do. You know, obviously, if you're not driving. Yeah, I was wondering if you have one of those. Uh, was it like uh, uh, what baseball player was it? Maybe it was Dennis Eckersley. The Boggs challenge. Oh, dude, the Boggs. Dude, oh, Wade Boggs. Yeah, Wade Boggs. I was listening to a podcast last night where. No, it was Hot Ones with Charlie Day. Oh, yeah? Charlie. Yeah, so, like, uh, they were talking about the It's Always Sunny episode where uh, they do the, like, Boggs challenge on the airplane. And I guess, like, because he was actually in the episode, like, he told Charlie, like, by the way, it was 107 beers. Like, <laughs> so think about yeah. that's 107 beers on a flight from coast to coast. Like, three hours, I think. I don't know how long. And he hit three home runs. That's fucked up, dude. There, yeah. who, what? Who was the baseball player that like threw a no hitter on acid? Um. Oh fuck. There was one that. Yeah, did he it. I don't know enough about sports. Yeah. Well, there's like, there's like a the oldest quarterback to ever play football was like 50, <laughs> and it was George Blanda, and his most his biggest claim to fame was that he would play with a cigar in his mouth. Nice. A cig- dude, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened crazy, to the man. real sports, man? Yeah. <laughs> That's, Back when that's men what I'm were men. About, dude. That's what I'm t- yeah, you don't see Tom Brady smoking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't see Tom, but Tom <laughs> going back to path. With dude, you think about dude, out. but it's like those dudes. Who was I? I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary, and it's like uh, they they have a whole section on Dennis Rodman talking about how he pa- animal partied like crazy. He's it's insane. like yeah. Imagine how because that dude's a professional athlete. He has like the body of a fucking like Olympian, right? Yeah. So like imagine how fucking perfect he would have been if he also didn't party yeah <laughs> but then who knows like maybe the partying was a big reason why he like crushed maybe that's it. why he played so good yeah i just loved He's his like, attitude like yeah like I, the greatest thing about robin was like he was like y'all don't like me anyway so fuck it i'm gonna make you not like me yeah totally dude like and you look back at the time dude like the shit he was doing to his hair and like his tattoos and his piercings like that shit that shit is like Still, like, 
like crossing the line now where yeah. people are like, oh, they're like he's a little he's like doing his own thing, being cool or whatever. Like imagine back then was that the 80s or something with like that hair, like cheetah print hair. Yeah. No one did that, dude. No. <laughs> Break number three. Let's hop back into it. You can like subscribe to Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher will hmm. do it. There have been a couple people who created a podcast where I was like, damn, I kind of that like like they do it exclusively on something else. Mm, where I'm kind of yeah. like, ooh, I want to check that one out, you know? But yeah, they do some know. cool stuff too. Like I, I, I subscribed. It's literally the only Patreon subscription I have to this one pack podcast called Scared to Death, and they do like bonus episodes and shit. Dude, that's like Patreon's like fucking. That was a discussion earlier uh, with the band, like doing a Patreon or something like that. But you know, Spanish like... love songs. Yeah, do they do one? They have one. And it's doing pretty well. You should go, if you're thinking about it, check theirs out. Because Aaron and I actually were talking about it, too. Well, I always thought, like, it was, like, a bad look. I always thought it was, like, I don't know. I never liked it when bands did, like, GoFundMes or, like, anything like that. Mm-hmm. This um, is different because they you're more you're offering something in return. Yeah, I know. And I, like, it was hard for me to grasp that. But then also I'm like, why are we making them pay for some shit that we like are gladly give like want to show them anyway you know what i mean yeah i just don't think like young culture is at the level where we could just be like give us all your money you know what i mean i don't want to take anyone's money like that you'd be surprised i mean the way i kind of saw it too like they i know they uh, a lot of them they donate a good portion of it yeah oh really that's cool yeah so like scared to death like i think i just got an email from them today they donated like a hundred sixty thousand dollars last year to a bunch (laughs) of different charities Dude, I know they can generate fuck? mad money. Damn. Yeah. I know, like, especially, like, like, even, like, fucking, like, C-Wiz celebrities that have them. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, dude. Because, yeah. like, here's a video of me getting my morning coffee and people are like, oh, my God, take Exclusive my money. content, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I used to be, like, obsessed with, like, like, like certain people like that, you know, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, I would, like, loved sleeping with sirens, <laughs> so yeah. I would, like, lo- like, I would probably do that shit for Kellen Quinn when I was, like, in ninth grade, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, I know some bands have done, like, a, a dollar, one dollar a month, like, fan clubs, and you get, uh, access to, like, more content and stuff, and so, that's, like, that could be that's something That's essentially you guys what Patreon might... is. Yeah, yeah right. something you guys might want to consider. It's a dollar a month, like yeah, you know, that's less than a, a coffee at Dunkin'. So I like, I think know. like Spanish love songs, like what they were doing is like they have, I think it was something with merch, but they had like a one dollar, five dollar, and like I want to say a ten dollar, but uh, that's cool. Uh, what I, did they do? It was uh, if you they do a cover a month. And they only do it through Patreon. Uh, so that's like the exclusivity of it. I yeah. just like, you know, I even feel, I just feel bad. And then I feel bad like on Twitch you can, um, Twitch is weird. I'm like learning it still. So you can follow and then you can subscribe. But if you subscribe, you pay money. And when we get a new subscriber, I like feel bad. Because I'm like, we're only doing well, this weekly stream that's free. Yeah. Well, if you think about it. You guys aren't touring right now, so somebody would probably end up paying, what, you know, 20 to 25 to 30 bucks to, like, see you guys and stuff like that. That's so, true. you know, a few dollars, like, just to kind of keep up with you. That's I mean, true. I can't tell I can't tell you what you, you know, yeah, tell you guys yeah. what to do, obviously. No, but I, yeah. dude, I, I just as it. a fan, like, that's that's, I guess, how I would see it. Like, um, uh, you know, I, I watched a few live streams and stuff. 
happily would pay full ticket price for that because I know, look, these it's their career. It's like these this is their full time job, and they're not able to make that money. So I'm like, look, like if I want my favorite band to be around, I have no problem paying ten dollars to see them do a live stream. That's totally. you know that's, that's pocket true. change for that. Twitch is interesting too because it's just such a intense community of literally everything. Like my my girlfriend runs one. She does a she does a gaming stream that's on sick. Twitch, and uh, dude, she just started like a couple weeks ago. But she's doing pretty she's doing really good with it. Dude, I mean like, it's crazy. I gotta learn it, man, because it's like, I mean, not only lucrative, but it's just like another dude. It's like Facebook now. You know what I mean? It's like people yeah. fucking run Twitch accounts and just like go on Twitch and like that's how they socialize. It's just like I never thought I would get lost by like. <laughs> growing up you know like i always thought i'd be like hip to like what's going on yeah and like tiktok came out and i was like what the fuck is this dude like, <laughs> yeah. i don't even want to like do this Same. shit you know it's like i got facebook twitter and instagram and you want me to get bored. a tiktok i hit I 25 and passwords? like fell behind everything i was like nope i can't keep up anymore yeah i was like dude <laughs> i just like didn't get the appeal of it granted i did have to like we got one for the band or whatever, and I like fell fell tra- uh, like trapped to it, and like now I understand it. But it's just like you get so lost in it, just... dude. Yeah, now, but it's just like <laughs> the drive to learn new social medias. Like when I was a kid, I was all about it, and now I'm like not, Ugh, dude. It's just like Twitch is confusing. TikTok was very <laughs> confusing at first. Uh, I'm trying to even think what like other ones are there, but I don't know. I can barely do it, man. I never thought I would be like that. I always thought I'd be like fucking on yeah, it, dude. We grew up in the age where there was like this mass like proliferation of all these, uh, you know, apps and, and mm-hmm. social medias and stuff. And like, there's like constantly new yeah. ones, though. That's the thing. Like, there's always something new. Like there's like it, it isn't just like oh I have a Facebook, oh I have an Instagram. It's like you need to have a Facebook, you need to have a TikTok, you need to have a Twitter, you need to yeah. have an Instagram, you need to have yeah. a Snapchat, you need to have like Snapchat, dude. Yeah, I fell out of Snapchat. I was like totally. I like, did too. I'm like, I think totally like just over over it. And probably honestly, after I left high school, I was just like done with Snapchat. Um, because Instagram put out stories. So now you know you just put on your yeah. put your story all the shit you want to brag about you just put on your Instagram story you know what I mean yeah. like, <laughs> and they even created that close friends thing so if you wanted to like send something to like just certain people yeah. like on Snapchat you can do the same thing so it's, which is like sorry Snapchat Instagram stole your shit Twitter's trying yeah. to do it now yeah. too it's funny yeah. it's funny what people like and what they like they like that Instagram stole Snapchat's story thing but like the fact that Twitter's doing it no one can get behind the Twitter story. You know, well, like, you know what? That's exactly what happened with Facebook, and some people are using it. I mean, the, I wouldn't say a ton of people, but you're right, you dude. Know, some people are using it, and it's like adoption. Like the adoption timeline takes a little bit longer for those new ones, uh-huh. but it's happening. Like you're gonna start people seeing, oh, like I could spread my message a little bit more on Twitter. I'm dude, gonna start using stories and well, stuff. Well, the fucking I think uh, Alex's girlfriend is like really, really dope about like she knows like a shit ton about like the how like algorithms work for like uh social media and she told me like people are more likely to look at your story than like your feet you're like what you post your yeah. main feed 110 percent. so like yeah. now like with the insta with like the young culture instagram i'm just like posting like 
any like minor thing that I'm like, you know, this doesn't really have to go on our main feed. It's just like I'm just posting to the story, dude. Like letting everyone yeah. see it through that, which is crazy. You know, well, like, Twitter's like more the opposite though. Like I think people like Twitter because you can scroll through and it's it's quick interaction. Oh, dude, I never look at the Twitter stories ever. Yeah, like <laughs> that, and like because like it's not Twitter. Like Twitter's not like sit there and scroll through the stories. It's yeah. just roll through the quick interactions. Dude, I hope Twitter. You know how Facebook kind of like grew into like the whole like oh everyone's grandmother has a Facebook now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope yeah. Twitter is just like stays what Twitter is because I like Twitter a lot. Twitter's probably my favorite. Twitter's yeah, like I, I was late to the Twitter game, and it's definitely my favorite. It's I the dark corner of the internet. I yeah, mean, no, Reddit, Reddit is, but like, Twitter's like the the dimly lit corner of the internet. Dude, you Reddit's can, just uh, his own universe. True, yeah, dude. Reddit's like one thing I never got like hip to. I never like got into. Well, that's not. A lot. Yeah, I like. I use it for some things because you can really learn a lot on it. Uh, yeah. and like get a lot. So like I like when when like making new music and stuff, you can get a lot of drum samples for free on Reddit. If you like go to like the drum thread, it's wow. like yeah. So I I use that, but uh, other than that, it's like I haven't. But like uh, our producer and engineer Sam Guayana, like he was like, yeah, I use Reddit for like my news. You know what I mean? Like he gets his news <laughs> from Reddit, dude. Like, just like I don't know, but. The market, uh, the People, market yeah. watch, uh, Wall Street bets. Yeah, dude, hey, like man, the GameStop it, it shit. GameStop. Yeah, dude, yeah. Like, yeah, and you know what? They knew, like, that shit was, but not everyone was on Reddit, so they didn't see that I shit know. coming or something like that. I don't know, like, I don't know. Could have all been rich. Stonks. Stonks, dude. I don't still don't understand. I've had so many people tell me to invest in like Bitcoin, right, and I still invest. <laughs> still just like that. So like, we'll go to practice, and like Eddie, Aaron, and Avery are like all into like the stock game and shit, and I couldn't give less of a fuck, dude. So like, they'll be sitting there talking about stocks, and I'm like, yeah, well, I bought a new driver. Yeah, dude. The fucked <laughs> thing is, like, I see them making money. Like, I they like show me the fact that they're making money on it, and they're like, all you have to do. Is take your hundred dollars and put it here, and I'm like, yeah, but ugh, I'd rather just have the hundred dollars in my yeah. bank account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I sell houses. All right, I already take big risks when it comes mm. to money. <laughs> yeah, dude, I forgot about that. I totally forgot. Yeah, about I'm that. like, I'm like risk averse with that shit. But I had the benefit of um, that little like recession that we had when COVID first hit, and so I was like. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm just going to buy stocks now because they're low. And then it just went up. Like, it was, like, normal. There you go, (laughs) dude. This is something I need to break through. I just need to – I need to have, like, a breakthrough. Like, I maybe need to find a stock that's low, buy it, see it go up, and then be like, this is why people do this. Yeah. My cousin's – like, he just – he's turning, like, 21 this year, and he just made – I think, like, six $700 off of one stock. That's crazy. (laughs) Like just uh, watch watch some Wolf of Wall Street and Dallas Buyers Club. Both and, great, you know, both great movies, go, dude. Go with your heart, man. Both great. <laughs> Who's that? Matthew McConaughey. He's in both. Matthew McConaughey is in yeah, both. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he's in both. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I uh, I base all of my investments on uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Dude, apparently, you know yeah. what though? I can't take those drive movies serious. Lincoln, bro. But like, see, that's why I can't take his movie <laughs> yeah. serious. So there's just no the Lincoln Lincolns. commercials. Yeah, yeah, dude, that inspired me. <laughs> he he like put out a new book recently, and he's because he's. I just know this because like I watch all those fucking or I listen to all those like. Is podcasts. it an audio book? I would. I would I pay so much money for that. I think he does do an audio version of it. I mean, his voice I, is If fucking, it's $100, it'd be, like, small price to pay. You know, see, that's a $100 investment I would. 
I wish yeah, he's an acting teacher at that like pays a Texas University. I heard that too, dude. I've seen some jokes about that online. Yeah, I would love to take a class and have him come in and be like, "Now, yeah. how's everybody?" Yeah. <laughs> how's it? Yeah, just pulled up in a Lincoln. <laughs> See, I was gonna say, so, sorry, I'm late. I was filling up my Lincoln. I just got was driving and I got lost. The Lincoln MKX. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Available at dealerships everywhere. Yeah, dude. Lincoln. I feel like he has to start every class like, well, it's one like thing I... I like about them high school girls, <laughs> I keep getting older, I keep staying the same age. All right, all right, all right. Like, I'd start every semester with that quote. <laughs> dude, that fucking, he, he's a good, I like Matthew McConaughey. What I watched recently, Failure to Launch. Uh, it's like this rom-com that he's in where he lives with his parents still, but he like still like brings in tons of girls, like hooks up with them <laughs> at his parents' He was house. very good in Interstellar, and I think oh, I think a dude, lot of people great. people don't give him enough credit for that movie. People don't give that movie in general enough credit. That movie's awesome, dude. Yeah. That movie's so sick. Christopher Nolan. Just fucking people's minds left and right. It's like, how do you think of that shit, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like he has a lot of acid and just like, yo, like, let's just like rip time apart. Yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> but the thing about that movie too is like, it's like scientifically scientifically correct. I would never be able to yeah. check it, but I read that it's scientifically yeah, like yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah, it, it like it's just so well thought out too. Like, even like the ages of like what they look like. Like right, his kids dude? when he like, interacts with them again is yeah. like yeah, amazing, dude. It's cool. That movie's awesome. Sorry. So, uh, dude, we are we are coming up on time. I want to make sure we left uh, with a few last questions. This is these are questions that we ask all of our guests, and so it's a two parter. The so first one is uh, just want you to call out some bands that uh, either from your local scene or bands that you've toured with. Bands you think everybody should know about. And then two, uh, what is your beer of the week? Oh, okay. Those are sick questions. Um, it's got to be Rolling <laughs> Rock, though. <I> one. <laughs> um, okay, bands. Uh, I can't really think of bands in the area right now. Uh, but bands I think about a lot that deserve a lot of credit. Uh, we got homies in Canada called Romancer. They rock. Um, yes, they do. Uh, fuck. Thinking... A Will Away, I feel like it's a really sick band from Connecticut that don't, they like, don't get enough credit, you know, and then, um, I'm trying to think, I think it was Charmer from Michigan, sick ass band, um, and they rock too, uh, and Beer of the Week is always gonna be Miller Lite. Nice. <laughs> nice. Ro- Rolling Rock is sick for the, for the, for the wallet, but. Rolling Rock is the is the beer of I do extreme sports and make bad life choices, <laughs> which is why it's my favorite. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> who was it that we just had on that said Miller Light? Was That's it a good question? Was it the boys from uh, uh, Case We Crash? Man, it might have been. F- I'm gonna feel like an idiot when I'm going through. These you know, I used to like, I used to like idolize. Coors Light. I was like, Coors Light's the cool beer to drink, but that's only because Derek like Light. Uh, from State Chain, like whenever we'd kick oh. it, he'd be like, we're getting Coors Light, and I'd be like, okay. Dude, it's the same reason when I was a kid and my stepbrother would drink Jack Daniels. When I grew up and started drinking, I was like, you gotta drink Jack Daniels. That's the cool thing to drink, you know? But now that I'm fucking, I got my own taste buds, I'm drinking Miller yeah. Light. 
I'm okay. saying, and sorry, what Darren. about your whiskey? Uh, whiskey? See, yeah. now, so whiskey, I, like, moved away from whiskey. Now I drink tequila. Yo, my oh, guy. Oh, shit. All right. Patron so, all so, day. So what do you, what <laughs> I don't do you, have uh, that much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you, what, uh, what's your, your go-to? I love Espelon. So good. Nice. Uh, but usually I'll buy, like, the cheaper, like, Jose Cuervo or something like that. I like the Blanco, like the the white tequila. My yeah. dad is a ma- like a huge tequila drinker. Like we have a Patron barrel as furniture in our basement. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, and like he he always says when it comes to Jose Cuervo, it's good for one thing and one thing only: mixing. <laughs> <laughs> but I do tequila sodas. I do tequila sodas, which okay. people think are gross, but I like it. It's the same thing, yeah. dude. One of my friends that I thought was really cool. When I first started going out to bars, he would always order a, dr- a tequila soda. So I was like, oh, that's the cool thing to drink. I'm a follower, dude. I'm a follower. <laughs> Have you ever had a tequila I was that water? until my friend got me to buy a fucking $60 gin and tonic. And I was like, nope, I'm making my own choices from now Oh, uh, you must have been I in the <laughs> city or something. $60. That's not your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not your friend. Gin and tonics are, dude, my grandpa drank gin and tonics. Uh, Those slap. Yeah, they are good. Gin by itself is hard to drink. Um, What was your question? What did you... Oh, tequila um, water? No. Oh, fuck yeah. Have you ever had that? No. I no. I almost smacked my friend when uh we had this thing at college where uh it was called Nickel Night, which had been <laughs> adapted which had been adapted through the years to be When you call co- something like Nickel Night, you know it's gonna be a bad night. It was a quarter a drink. I swear to Dude, God, what's I wish that? I was Do you guys like you. John Mulaney? Have you ever listened to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's like talking he's like, It's nickel shot night. <laughs> Like, yeah, like that's you... what it was adapted from. Oh my god, dude! He literally so... the whole joke is about him being like a blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, like, like nickel, that's anything what like happened. nickel shot night or anything like that. That's like stairway of like, yeah, I'm pissing in the closet tonight. <laughs> yeah, I had some rough nights on that because uh, especially I ended up working at that bar senior year. Oh, that's cool. And so where did you my go to nights all... UConn. No way, dude. Yeah, go Huskies. That's sick, man. <laughs> Big basketball school. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, on my days off, I would go there, but, like, nickel night was uh, basically what you did. You'd bring a dollar. They wouldn't, like, if you gave them a quarter, they wouldn't accept yeah. it. It had to, be a, had to be a dollar, and so with that dollar, you get four drinks. So, like, if you're going with your friends, you just alternate, you know, throughout the night. Dude. You end up paying $4, and if you're with four friends, you end up having – in insane amount of drinks because like you're all just kind of alternating a dollar That's but it was a quarter fucking crazy. but one time my friend was like i mean we were a few in too and he was just like you know all right you got a dollar it's like yep yeah my turn here you go uh just get me whatever you know whatever come back with tequila waters <laughs> what is that <laughs> i'm not trying to hydrate <laughs> what is that like it, a watered down tequila that's exactly what it is yeah well, I see a lot of people do it for, like, health reasons or whatever, right? Because drinking is, yeah. is, you know, high in caloric. Yeah, no, one's go- no one in college is going, all right, well, I've had— This is, uh, like, the see, legitimate, like, drinks. reason I've yeah. gained weight. Oh, dude, same <laughs> here, man. I'm fucking, like—I'm noticing now my metabolism is slowing down. And, like, when I get home from a tour, dude, I'm all puffy and fucking—it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like that typical, like, I drank too much bloat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just look swollen. Like, you know— and then I like take like a whole month off of drinking to try and make myself feel better or whatever. But um, I did that in January too. Wow, 
I'm convinced I'm gonna. I need to do that. I'm gonna probably die if we go on a legitimate tour. We've done weekenders, and I got like sick oh. because we didn't sleep, and I just drank the whole time. So my immune system was like, "Well, I'm taking the weekend off," and just like, <laughs> dude, I think like what it is is like every time I've come home from a tour, it, that's what happens. But like while you're on the tour, it's just like. You keep doing it, so your body's like, "Oh, I gotta keep rolling with gotta this." Hold on, and yeah. then you get home, and then like it's like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like we were in the studio, and we were just drinking heavy all weekend, and like the day we we're leaving, I was like, "I got the fucking shakes. I need a beer." Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, dude. I didn't drink for like a good like two weeks after it's that. Tough, I like, yeah, I was like, I can't not have like three beers like that next monday after work i was like yeah <laughs> we had because i play bass so i recorded all my shit for four songs within like an hour and so the rest of the weekend i was cooking for the the guys or i was drinking that's dope man <laughs> dude the yeah. studio time's always a good time to like especially when you're not uh tracking it's like you know it's a great time to drink because <laughs> you're all yeah, you're yeah. with your homies like all you have to do is make sure you play your parts right and not get anyone, not make the engineer mad. And then, you yeah. know, like <laughs> we, when we were recording the album, we were drinking so like a lot. We were drinking a lot. It was pretty crazy. Um, we yeah, recorded. Like, I did vocals. Do otherwise, you know, you're just sitting around all yeah, day. Yeah, dude, and like sit. And you have to be in the room, you know. Just dude, every day know, after we recorded, we we stayed in the Airbnb, like a walk, like maybe like a 10, 15 minute walk from the studio. And on nice. the way, and on the way back was uh, in Canada. They call them LCBOs. It's just a liquor store, dude. They like knew us by the end of the month, bro. We were coming in like <laughs> we were drinking like two bottles of wine a night, each of us. Wow. At the end of it, you know, we started wow. with like maybe drinking like a bottle of wine, a couple like it was bad, you know what I mean? And then, and then you know. I'm a massive Packers fan, so we were recording when uh. They were playing the Bucks in the NFC Championship, so like we like paused and we were watching. So I was like drinking pretty heavy, <laughs> and it, so then the producer's like, "All right, well, Packers lost. Time to do vocals." Oh, dude! I, I was like, "Yo!" So we get in and he go, "We get in," and I do the vocals. He goes, "You actually sound better than you did when we did this the other day." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, your timing's a little more off, you know, courtesy of Rolling Rock. Other than that, you sound really fucking good." <laughs> We'll just cut and splice and move it up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Editing, man. Yeah, man. That's fun. All right. Well, hey, dude. Thank you so much for being on. Um, oh, I I can't even. It was it absolute privilege to have you on. I can't put it into words right now. How uh, proud I think everybody from New York or you know the, the Albany area, even from down here, because you guys, you know, came down and had you know some great stints down here. From what. I was told by Adam and Avery, and so uh, one, thank you for all that you've done for the scene, and two, thank you for you know coming on and, oh. and being flexible tonight and sharing, dude. Thank everything that's going on with Young Culture. Like you guys have, I think, an interest, an amazing story that everybody should hear about. One, because like you know, you you had the exact same trajectory that I had. I just didn't apply myself. Uh, you know, into a band like as much, but like, yeah, the talent show and all that, like that was, that was me, a talent show in 20, in uh, so sixth sick, grade, man. all that stuff. So like, it's great to hear that, you know, uh, just a band 
uh, that started organically like that has had as much success as you Yo, have. Thank you so much, man. And thank you guys for having me on the podcast, man. I was like, I'm a fan, dude. When I got, like, you guys do some sick episodes and get some sick people on here. Thanks. So it feels good to be on here talking to you guys. Oh, yeah, man. man. I was really happy to catch up with you, yeah. man. It's been a long time. Dude, totally, man. And then hopefully, like, fucking when shows come back, like, we can get a show going because that'd be fucking rad. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It would be our privilege, man. We'll, we will, we'll bring all the food and beer. We'll cater. Right, cool. <laughs> Perfect. On us. Rolling rock, baby. And I'm going to make you, rolling, yeah. I'm going to make you Ollie 90 On ice. steps. <laughs> okay, cool. Fuck. <laughs> get me drunk enough, I'll do about anything. <laughs> oh, I'll bring back, we'll do, we'll do some $2 bets. Right, cool. Those used to end poorly for me in the past. We'll see how they go now. <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, man. I, Hell I yeah, dude. It. So uh, let's keep in touch. Uh, I know we're not friends on Facebook yet or Instagram or whatnot, but I oh, we'll, we'll, uh, definitely want to stay we'll connected. And, um, we're we're oh, yeah. there right now. <laughs> you and uh, I are already yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I will let you know when this episode is dropping. I, I think I, I do have the date already, so I'll let you cool. know. Cool. Fuck yeah, dude. You guys rock, man. Thank you guys so much. Hey, Hell yeah, dude. It. This is like, I literally had to work, and then I'm like, tomorrow I have off, so I was like, fuck, I'm going to do this, get drunk, nice. and like, <laughs> like, like, I don't have much Yo, social let, interaction, you know what I mean? So Let's see in that wine bottle. How dude, far did you get you. through? I'm like, I'm like here now. Wow. All right. Let's go. Yeah, I got to pee like a bitch, but. You've held your composure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got this. I got um, whatever's left here, and then a white claw, and then I'm probably out for it, out for the night. Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, guys. Absolutely, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll yeah, talk to you let's soon. stay in touch, Definitely, dude. definitely. Thank you. I'm drunk off one sip You're nicotine I'm an addict Everyone tells me that your bad news Have to distance myself But I think you got me crazy for you
10 a.m. You're making me shameless. Pull my money like we're rich and famous. Hey, you're a holiday in Right, so you've made it this far. Congratulations, you've made it to the end of the episode. So you want to hear some crazy ass bloopers? Here you go. That's sick, dude. Oh man, 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 man. That's why fucking, 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 fucking. We were also playing like bigger venues with like crazier sound systems too. So too, 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 so too